0: Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me Sis podcast featuring your two favorite sisters, Alex and Kyla. Hey, everyone. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, my favorite day of the week. I I think I like Fridays more than I like Saturdays.
1: I actually would agree with that because I always say this like Saturday's the best day because it's like everyone's off work and there's so much to do. But Friday's the anticipation. It's like the last day of work. Like you have the
0: full weekend ahead of mm -hmm. you. Saturday
1: hasn't even started. And it's really cool because so my management team has implemented this like mental health because with what I do as a job, like you kind of work all the time Mm -hmm. at random hours and my management's based out of L.A. So I was always on like L.A. time. Mm hmm. Um, but it's just been like, it's been tough. I mean, I've been doing this for years now. And so they've implemented this like nine to five schedule, except for Fridays is nine to one. Okay. So every day is nine to five. That's like when we talk and then, but like for me, it's East coast time. Yeah. So when it's 5 p.m. My time, even though it's not 5 p.m. In LA, it's like, it's done for me. Okay. So like in the morning, I'm not reaching out to my management until it's 9 a.m. Their time. Okay. So it's like noon for me. Yeah. You know? So I technically, really, am, I'm only talking the, to them from, like, noon to five.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Yes.
1: For my time, which is nice.
0: Because, I mean, I shouldn't say that's awesome because you actually have a friendship with them. You guys get along.
1: No, we do. But it's, like, in the mornings, I get all my editing done. Like, all the things that, like, I don't have to be sitting there e- emailing or doing meetings or anything like that. It's, like, really just focused on my 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 own work. Yeah. So in the mornings, I get to do my work. And then between... Noon, well, I have like a lunch break. but then <laughs> then, yeah, so basically, one to five, I'm like in contacts with them and stuff. And
0: yeah, and then
1: it's done. And I'm like, I put my phone away. and, yeah, you know, I'll like shoot content on the weekends sometimes. But recently, I haven't been doing those like weekend recaps because I've just been like living in the moment,
0: yeah, which and is f- good. Yeah, it's much needed.
1: But I have been focusing a lot more on YouTube, like doing weekly vlogs, which have been so oh, much fun because it's been like getting my creativity. Back.
0: yeah actually i've been seeing a few of them too i just feel i'm good. like starting to get a little bit back into youtube Me too. for a while i was like really over it over it, it. um now i'm getting a little bit more back into it. i feel like youtube is gonna make a comeback it is and i'm like there's a lot of tiktokers
1: that are now transitioning to youtube because they want to make longer form content yeah my vlogs are like between 30 and 40 minutes like doesn't long. alex
0: earl have like a podcast now and she posts it on youtube oh does she I don't know. I think so.
1: My new favorite person to follow is Paige Lorenz. Do you know her? Yes, I follow her, but on Instagram. No, so I follow her YouTube, and it's just so good. Like, I was so inspired by one of her vlogs that I was like, I'm going to make, like, a nice, like, uh, my vlogs have already been long for a while, but they've just been really chatty. This one was was chatty along with, like, some cinematic aspects, some music. Yeah. Like, it was just really pretty because I was inspired by her, like, home vlog, do you know who she is, though? Like her.
0: Um, Where's my phone?
1: I don't know. Oh, it's over there. Let me grab my phone. So I followed her because I found her on TikTok when she was like, get ready with me to go to the barn because she lives in Connecticut and like has horses and stuff. But she's yes. dating uh, a tennis player, like a famous tennis player. OK. So she travels with him and stuff. Yeah.
0: And- I love her pictures. I love her style.
1: But her YouTube is just so cozy. Like, I just really, really like her. And so watching her vlogs has really gotten me to be inspired. Because honestly, Kyla, like, when I was doing YouTube back in the day, I would get inspired by all the people I was watching. Yeah. Like, the Get Ready With Me videos, the What's In My Bag, the makeup tutorials, hair tutorials, hauls. Like, all those is because I watched those videos. Yeah. And I was like, I want to do my own take on this. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, because YouTube mainly is vlogs i'm getting inspired when i watch other people's vlogs and the way that they edit and the way that they like put things together that i'm like yeah I they'll like make that. it very
0: aesthetically pleasing almost it's it's like a, a pinterest vlog yes
1: exactly i'm obsessed
0: side note i'm obsessed with pinterest me too, lately. Me too. i'm constantly on pinterest me too. that is my inspo yeah for I love the few times that i do upload on instagram yeah I really, really, really like Pinterest, but yeah, I'm like falling in love
1: again with YouTube and it's been really nice. I've never really stopped creating content on YouTube. There was definitely a phase where I was just like not into it and it was pretty obvious, but it was when I was like struggling with IVF and all that kind of yeah. stuff behind the scenes. I just like my brain was not there. Um, but I don't know now I'm just like really enjoy and I get excited to film and to see the feedback and I make like them like a story. So I used to really. My vlogs would be like titled vlog and then like what I would do in the vlog. Yeah. It'd be like vlog, um, unboxing haul, family day, whatever it would. like that'd be the title. And then the thumbnail would be like three photos that I had taken throughout the week on Instagram and put together with like a title on the thumbnail. Now I just like grab either one photo or a still from the video and I just make that the thumbnail with like a little text that. Not that it has nothing to do with it, but it's like a little quirky thing or just something like funny. Like, okay, so um, what did I, what did I title the one vlog? It was like Fall Aesthetic Vibes or something like that or just something funny or like the one I'm posting tomorrow is on the thumbnail It just Blood, Sweat and Tears because it's like the announcement with smellies. So it's like all the blood, sweat and tears I that goes into I
0: love this. I and love then this this change. title
1: is like something else. So it'll be like... I can't believe this happened or like that's kind of a clickbaity one but it's because I actually couldn't believe it um uh what else I just like title them something a bit different
0: yeah I know but also it's changing the way you need to market yourself nowadays well yeah because I want people to click on my video and like this video that I filmed this past week was
1: like I was so proud of it because the amount of work that went into it yeah I was like if I just title it like vlog going up to the cabin for a week spending time with family pumpkin picking like literally no one's gonna click on that
0: no it no just because boring. It's now if things change so quickly it's like youtube is turning more into like a pinterest yeah pinterest e Pinterest-y kind of like vibe
1: yeah so i just was kind of like okay well i have to market myself differently if i want people to actually watch my content um and it's not clickbaity in the fact that it has nothing to do with the content like I'll no. always, it's kind of like when you have a title of a chapter or a title of a book, I'll take something that happened in the vlog and I'll make that the title, the yeah. focus of it. So I was talking to Dan and I was like, oh, I don't know what to title this vlog. And he was like, you should title it. This is what I look like naked in the shower.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, if let's say you're filming like on a day or a few days when it's rainy, you can literally title it rainy days.
1: Yeah, but then like that also kind of sounds boring.
0: No. I don't find I also like depending on what the picture is for your thumbnail yeah I guess it depends because
1: maybe because like I wouldn't click on that like I try to think of things that I would click on like what just something that stands out to me like if I were to be scrolling YouTube and be like oh that like if I saw a video of just like something that said rainy days I'd be like boring next
0: really yeah for me it would depend like if the if it was called rainy days but then it was a picture of like inside of a home that's like you looking out of the window but like the home is like decorated really nicely and it's kind of gloomy but then you see the rain in the back and you're maybe sitting beside a cat or something I'd be like "Ooh, what is this maybe like the picture
1: would have to do it justice yeah I guess yeah in that sense I can kind of understand um but yeah, I'm just trying to like adapt with the times when it comes to YouTube because I was so stuck for so long and like making all my content look the same. And now I'm yeah. just like not about that anymore. I just like I'm different and YouTube is different and the viewers are different.
0: And, and like we said a few episodes ago, like you always change, right? You're never going to be the same. Yeah.
1: And like I don't see myself stopping social media. Like even when i'm doing some let's let's say i have a different job or i'm doing something else i still would probably post vlogs because i love it yeah. i think it's so much fun to just
0: like well you have share. so much fun content coming up
1: yeah i just like i don't know i'm just excited so what what was even the point of like
0: us talking about this uh we asked for this episode we asked our listeners to write in ask us absolutely anything mm-hmm. and so Literally anything. So we went through them. Mm -hmm. I need your phone. Yeah. Oh, someone asked. It's for you. Oh. You're showing Arky's face more now. Did your thoughts change on it? Sending love.
1: I think we talked about this in another episode. Or maybe I talked about it on YouTube. I don't remember. Here's the thing. Is that like I talk about things and then I forget where I say it. Um, That's fine. No, we did talk about it on an episode. Because I remember we said that... Um, I was almost like not bullied into not showing him, but like kind of. And I just felt like I kind of took it as an extreme, like I need to like hide him forever. And I do know the risks of social media totally. and I do think I overshared a lot in the past, but now I'm just not really sharing much about him. Mm-hmm. It'll be he'll be like in an outfit video. Or, like, I'll show, like, today I showed, like, him getting a haircut. But he's not, like, the focus of my content and he's yeah. it's not anything about his you life. You don't
0: want your channel to be specifically, like, you're a mom. But not even Instagram that. Like, my can like, there's a lot of mom
1: social, like, mom influencers. And this is totally fine, like, if they want to do this for their family. But, like, their content is all about their kid. And mine was like that, too. Because when I had a baby, it was right at the beginning of covid like i literally gave birth may 1st 2020 we were all in quarantine for like a freaking like my the first year of my son's life we were not leaving the house yeah it was insane so like what else with the fuck was i supposed to share i had this new baby my life completely changed and i couldn't see anyone or do anything yeah and
0: it was winter so yeah. i was just sharing like i feel like stuff. now you have a good balance of like you show him like when you want to show him in specific videos and then you don't show him when you don't feel like showing him and he genuinely enjoys those outfit videos like he's dancing in those videos they're so cute
1: and if ever he doesn't want to do something I don't make him ever and I will eventually stop showing him like when he does get like I don't know when that is I don't want to this is like my issue is that I used to say things like so set in stone and then if I were to change my mind people like got really mad yeah and i'm like i just don't understand like am i not allowed to ever change my mind about something like i'm a human being i can change my mind yeah so like i made this drastic decision to just like stop showing his face because i like got scared and then it was like almost a year of not showing him and then i slowly started showing him again and then i started showing his face like on tiktok and like little like vlogs or like um little outfit videos here and there and then I would sometimes post them back to Instagram and then people would be like why are you showing his face and it's like I should never have said I'm gonna stop showing his face
0: yeah I should have just like not said anything some things you just don't even yeah I guess you just don't have but to I say. used to say everything but also this kind of goes back to like what we were talking about in the last episode you also have to try your best not to let these comments affect you to the extent that they have yeah Because it's, like, yes, I get it when people have an opinion about, like, you know, you shouldn't show your children on social media. There's a lot of creeps out there. Like, I get it. Yeah. But also, at the same time, from your perspective, it's, like, you're his mom. Yeah. You're the person that's allowed to be making these decisions. You know that there's creeps out there. And... You know, if if you decide that, like, OK, I'm going to it's just think a weird... of it this way, uh, too. It's like it's tough, right? Because I go back and forth in my mind. I know. I'm like, when I
1: think about it a lot, I'm like, ew, that's disgusting. Like, I'm taking him off the Internet, like freaks out. I freak yeah. out. But then I'm like. Realistically, like. I don't uh, the stuff that I do share of him. I don't get a ton of saves on, the, on my content. And, like, doesn't do better for me than
0: other it content It doesn't does. necessarily mean, like, it's as easy as even just posting a picture of your child on Facebook and, like, a pedophile finding that picture on Facebook and taking it. Like, doesn't have to like it, share it, comment on yeah. it, nothing. Like, honestly, though, like, it does really freak me out when I think about it like that. And I'm like, I want to take him off,
1: like, immediately. Like, this is disgusting. But at the same time, I'm like, fuck, like, I don't know. I don't fucking know like I want to be able to like share my kid in like a non like there's there's literally no I it's not often and it's not a lot and I'm not talking about his life like that was like the boundary that I made with myself Dan is really in the mindset of like all kids are going to be on social media eventually so like I don't really see a fucking difference like Dan does not care he's like I would show him more if it was me but I i i i feel like i go back and forth of like how i'm feeling and that's why there's sometimes where i literally like will post a story and like put text over his face and people are like i'm so confused and it's like i just sometimes i feel confident sometimes i don't and sometimes i'll that's go it. back and like delete a bunch of videos that he's in
0: yeah that's fine you know like i just you're allowed to do that yeah you know, you're allowed to do that
1: i know but then there's so many people they're like you are not allowed you're being a horrible mom you're exposing him to like creepozoids kids should not be on social media and it's like i kind of agree with that but then i'm like ah i don't fucking know
0: well at the end of the day you're his mom yeah
1: yeah and i'm confident in the stuff i share now like when i think about my content i'm like very comfortable with what i do yeah i don't think you anyways yeah so that's my answer (laughs) do you want me to pick the next one
0: uh yeah I guess like go back to the ones that you yeah screenshot
1: um well the first one that I had seen that I liked was really would love Kyla to talk about her journey with ADHD
0: I've been recently diagnosed oh interesting okay so I think I've had ADD I don't have ADHD it's more ADD so ADD is the type that goes undiagnosed for a longer period of time because it's not as noticeable unless you're getting like bad grades in school and stuff like that. But um, for me, it was just always very, very hard to focus on things. And like, especially for a long period of time and I would get easily distracted. Someone would be talking to me and I would just completely zone out. I... And it got worse with age, it felt. It almost like I would have these random phases where I felt like I wasn't depressed at all, but I would be going through a phase where I felt a little bit more down, like if I was going through something or whatever. And I, you know, I would go into work and like I had such a hard time listening to something someone was telling me for like longer than sometimes even just a few seconds. Wow. And I remember speaking to daddy about this and dad was like, oh, like I know someone that has ADD and he had to start writing everything down. Like, so dad's like, maybe talk to your doctor about it. Mm -hmm. And then I was also doing a lot of research on ADD and like the side effects of, or like the symptoms, the side effects and stuff. And I was even speaking to my therapist about it. And anyways, I went to see my doctor and I filled out this whole questionnaire and she also asked me a bunch of questions. And she put me on an ADD medication. And when I tell you this medication is life-changing, not only when it comes to my ability to focus, but it makes me feel I'm less hard on myself. I'm able to think a lot more logically. I have a more positive outlook on things. I... I don't feel like I go through these like depressive episodes as often. I don't really get anxiety because with ADD common symptoms are or side effects, I guess, are um, anxiety and depression wow. because you could have ADD and it's, you know, sometimes people will think like, oh, this person's lazy. This person um, is is like they can't concentrate. They're an airhead. Um You know, there's all there's all these like stigmas attached to it, but and then it makes you kind of spiral. You go into like a little bit of a deeper depressive episode or have more anxiety. You care so much what people think about you. At least this is me, my experience. And it was really hard to get out of that headspace. And when I started taking this medication, was it like instant? Yeah. So the way it works is you take it very early in the morning. I take it at 8 a.m. Okay. And it kicks in by nine. Oh, Wow. And then it lasts 10 to 12 hours. So some common side effects of this is, you know, um, your heart could beat a little bit faster. You can get anxiety but- and you can lose some sleep. But for me, that's never been the case. For me, okay. it's just, I guess my anxiety was just linked to my ADD. Right. Because now that I'm taking this medication and like it could be different for everyone. So this is just my experience. Although I did hear from multiple people who are on ADD medication. We're like, Kyla, no, this is going to like change your life. Do you feel comfortable talk saying what the name of the medication is? So I started on Concerta. Okay. And I kept up, my doctor kept upping my dose and I felt like it was working and I loved it. But like it wouldn't last for as long as I wanted it to. Right. And I was still getting really distracted at some points. Okay. Especially more recently in like in the last two weeks. Right. And so I spoke to my doctor again, and she she now switched me on to Vyvanse, the lowest dose of vivance
1: And you find that works better.
0: And I today was my second date like, on it, and it's amazing. And um, we're going to see how this week is. If the full week is good on this dose, then I'm going to stay on this dose. But if I feel like, no, I could even go a dose higher, then okay. I'll go a dose higher. The one thing that you have to be very careful about, though, is that... You could be so concentrated on your work or your homework, whatever it is that you're doing, that you'll forget to eat. Oh. So it's common for people to lose a lot of weight. And because I'm someone that's already petite, petite and a little bit underweight for my age, yeah. my doctor was really concerned about that. So she's like, make sure you eat in the morning before, you like when you're taking your pill. So at least you get breakfast in your system because a lot of people will not even eat lunch. Oh, fuck. And it's not that it makes you nauseous or anything. You're just... You forget. You're so focused on what you're doing.
1: But at least at work, you have like a lunch break, you know, because you're at the office. Yeah, exactly.
0: And there's been multiple lunches too where I'm like, okay, no, it's. I see that it's like 1 p.m. I don't have a meeting. I I feel like I'm hungry. I'm gonna go get something to eat or like order something, right? Um, and then I come home and I have dinner. Um. But I have noticed I've lost, like, a little bit of weight. Okay. Because it's, like, I'm not eating three meals a day right. every single day. But not because I don't want to. Just yeah. that's the way it is. But when I tell you it's changed my life, holy crap. Because it, not only am I being able to, like, focus and accomplish things and, like, multiple things in one day. Wow. I don't feel as stressed. Probably because you're you're accomplishing things. Exactly. I'm not procrastinating as much. Yep. I am able to think about things in a much more logical way. I don't overthink anything. Wow. Well, I shouldn't say I don't overthink anything. I don't overthink nearly as much and I'm a lot more confident.
1: You're literally like selling me on this medication and I don't even have ADD.
0: <laughs> well, the thing though is that like, like you're still gonna have a little bit of of those things, yeah. right? It's not like this m- magical potion or whatever. Yeah. But like, because everything for me before going on medication was so like extreme. Right.
1: Um. I. You feel like normal now. I feel more confident. That's like I have a friend of unhappy. mine who was I don't know what medication she went on, but she said it was like she put on these glasses all of a sudden that can make her see like that's how it felt yeah it was like she was like blind and then all of a sudden she could see and it was kind of like that like she was she could not focus on anything she would be with her kids and then thinking about the dishwasher that was about to beep and go off and the email she didn't respond to and the text that she had to send like her brain was in a million different places at once and then she was in the middle of having a conversation with someone that she wasn't concentrating on because she had a million things going on in her brain And then she took this medication. It was like, whatever she was doing in that moment, she was focused on that. And that's all she was thinking about.
0: Exactly. And she was like, whoa. And it also made me realize a lot about myself. Like, I used to think, am I lazy? Am I not competent? Am I like, what's wrong with me? And then, like, do I have no ambition? But like, I feel like I have all this ambition, but I'm not doing anything about it. But then I started taking this medication and I was like, no, I'm actually a very competent person. I'm very hardworking. Yeah. Yeah. I have a good work ethic, and I, like, what was the other one? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember.
1: But basically, your brain is just working properly now. Exactly. Exactly. Not that it wasn't working properly before, but it kind of wasn't. It was all over the place. It was
0: all over the place, beating myself up constantly.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you figured that out. And anyone who's out but there again, who's listening to that, I just please talk see.
0: to your doctor. Talk to your doctor, because this is just my experience. Everyone's different. Um, if you have any underlying conditions or issues, like whatever it is, you really have to go see a professional, uh, specifically a doctor Yeah. and get their input. Because even for me, I was hearing all of these good stories and everything, but I still went to go. I mean, you have to go to a doctor to get a prescription. Yeah. But you know, she was able to based off all the questions she asked me and me filling out this huge form. She was able to get a more un- like a better understanding of like what medication she should put me on. And if I do actually have ADD. Oh, my God. This is so funny. Self-confidence. <laughs> go on ADD medication. <laughs> Wait, what? Someone wrote self-confidence. Like, I guess they want to know like how to work on your self-confidence and be more confident. Oh,
1: I thought they had also said go on ADD. And my- no, don't go on that medication. Unless no, you guys. Have that was ADD. totally a joke.
0: Kyla, is it hard for you to be single? Love your podcast, by the way. Heart. Thank you. Um, I go through moments. Sometimes I feel like down and I'm ready to meet my person and, you know, I feel lonely. And then other times I'm like just so grateful for my life and so happy I haven't settled. I mean, I've settled before. Right. But like moving forward, you know, it's like I... I really like my life right now and the thought of you know being let's say 40 and still single because I haven't met my person is scary like no matter what it's still scary to think about because that could be a possibility I mean that's in 10 years I know but like there's just times like lately I've I've these past few days I've just been feeling really happy with my life Oh, that's so good. To it hear. comes and goes. Like sometimes yeah. I'm sometimes I feel lonely and I, I'm sad and whatnot. But my friend and I made a pact that we would go on one date a month. OK. Because we normally say no to dates. Oh, OK. Um, we find excuses not to meet people. And like we're, you know, we jump we assume things of like how this person is going to be or whatever. And then we won't go. And we're also forcing ourselves to actually go out and, like, meet people. So if we're invited to a party, so, for example, we were invited to this Halloween party mm-hmm. this past weekend. And um, she texted me the day of, like, are we still on for tonight? And in my mind, I was hoping that, like, she would bail. Mm-hmm. And so when she said that, I was like, oh, yeah, like, we are. I'm just going to take a nap and then I'll get ready. And then when I woke up from my nap, I was like, oh, like, I feel kind of weird and antisocial. So, like... You're going to have to like, you know, get me out of this weird mind, mind space that I'm in right headspace that I'm in right now. And then I got to her place and she was like, I'm not going to lie. When I texted you saying, are we still on for tonight? I was hoping that you were going to bail. Oh my God. And I was like, why are we like this? And like, we were, we took a few shots and we were playing some drinking games prior to going to the party. Yeah. And then we were laying on the couch like Alex about to fall asleep (laughs) And I was like, do you really want to go? She's like, no, but like, we should. We should, Kyla. Like, remember, we spoke about this. We have to force ourselves to do things. And I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. We went to the party. It was fun. I met a bunch of new people. Oh, that's good. And it was yeah, worth it. it was worth it for sure.
1: Were you hungover the next day?
0: Um, I, I was hungover the next day, but not like a hangover where I felt sick or like a really bad headache. It was more just like... I was so tired and I didn't want to leave my couch all day. (laughs) Nice. And I just wanted to eat food and watch the Kardashians. I love that sounds like such a fun day. Yeah. But anyways, when it comes to what was the question? Uh
1: do you is it hard for you to be single?
0: Um (coughs) sometimes it is and sometimes it's not. It's really like it comes and it comes and goes. But I think that eventually, when I do meet the right person for me, I'm going to be really happy that I waited.
1: I have a crush on a waiter. Please give me some advice how to flirt with him. I am a shy person. Thanks.
0: So I am a very awkward flirt. Like, I could, I feel like I could. The way I flirt. How do you flirt? I've never seen you flirt. The way I flirt is like. It's not really flirting. It's just more, like, getting this person kind of, like, into me slash hooked. How? I'll, like... It's the way, like, I look at them and I smile, but I come off as, like, very innocent. And, like, what I'm saying isn't, like... How the fuck do you come off innocent? (laughs) Like, what do you mean? Like, like, I don't know how to explain it. You'd almost just have to be there and see. Do it to me. Fuck no. (laughs) Fuck it's more like (laughs) kyla's
1: face right now i wish we were filming this episode that was so funny um
0: it's more of like i don't know it's like the way i kind of smirk at them as i'm talking to them and like i i like look at them kind of like in the eye and like i almost act like i I don't know how to explain it okay but it works every time
1: oh it does yeah so if you were talking to a waiter and you're doing that he would ask for your number
0: if yeah. you, if, like... if i'm in a confident headspace
1: okay because if
0: i'm not in a confident headspace there's no way in hell
1: well this person said they're shy so they're a very shy person so maybe if it's a waiter and i guess you go there often um go with friends like literally go with friends and have one of your friends like give this person your number being like my friend thinks you're cute
0: oh that's smart. like
1: i just i she will kill me if i'm the fact that I'm doing this, but my friend thinks you're so cute and I just have to give you her number because I've done that with my friend.
0: Oh, that's a good idea. And like
1: they dated, so it that's worked. That's a
0: really good idea. So I like do that. that. Because yeah. then you
1: don't have to worry about asking for his number on yourself, especially if you're shy because I get that. I'm a shy person. Um, and you can have your friend literally do all the
0: hard work
1: for you. Yeah, and your
0: friend could even say, like, she'll kill me if she knew I was doing this Yeah, right now, but. but,
1: like, she thinks you're so cute, and I just had to. I just had to do it. And then if he's like, oh, listen, I'm in a relationship, then that saves you the awkwardness of, like, asking him for his number. Yeah, and exactly. him being like, oh,
0: I'm in a relationship. Exactly. You know, so I would say do that. It's a really good idea. But I only do that. No, never mind. I take that back. What? I was going to say I only do that flirting tip that I just told you guys about when I don't actually have feelings for the person. I just think they're cute. But that's not true because I have done it for guys that I've like had little crushes on and I was feeling like. Flirty. Flirty. I wonder how
1: I flirt. I don't. think People really tell me so I'm a huge
0: flirt. But like really, me, I just feel like. There's times where I'll be like, let's say I'm talking to a guy and I'm like laughing and whatever. They think you're flirting. People be like, Kylie, you're such a flirt. But like, I'm genuinely not flirting with this person. Like, it's just the way I talk. It's my my body language. Like, I'll do this with a girl.
1: Literally, someone told me that too, that I'm a big flirt. And I was like, huh? Who do I flirt with? I'm literally married with a child. And they're like, every time you're like, we're in a group. And I'm like, okay, first of all, I laugh a lot. I yeah. like I'm very I and I really laugh I'm so already I've,
0: imagining in my mind people that think you're flirting it's probably because you feel so socially uncomfortable <laughs> and so you laugh at everything they're saying because you no. don't know what to say but
1: I also genuinely like I have a lot of really funny friends yeah That I piss my pants all the time and I'm like I'm okay this is okay I can understand this because I'm kind of a touchy person yeah but like with girls too yeah and I'm always like if I'm laughing I'm like touching you because I think it's so fucking funny yeah so like Maybe I can understand that. They've never, like, expressed to me how they think I'm flirting, but I remember one time someone mentioning that, and I was, like, all insecure because I'm, like, oh, my God, I don't want people to think I'm flirting with them, but they're, like, no, we don't think it's anything. Like, we think it's innocent. I'm, like, okay, but I'm actually not flirting with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think you're really funny, but, like, I'm not flirting with you. I know. And I know. I don't want to be around
0: you. <laughs> yeah, like, now you're making me uncomfortable. Yeah. Now I don't want to laugh at anything you say. I know. Said. I don't even want to look at you because if I look at you now, I feel like you're going to think I'm flirting with you.
1: Oh, my God. Kyla, I was literally. OK, so wait, I have to be careful of how I say this just in case some people listen to this episode. We were in a situation where we with some other like men. Yeah. um, And so Dan's talking to one person, whatever, and I'm talking to the other person. And uh, no joke, his eyes would not leave my tits very obviously too and i wasn't like wearing i was just wearing like a t-shirt but it was like he was talking to me and his eyes were here oh my god like the i was like uh i almost stopped and was like can you look at my face please like it was so uncomfortable and i was like i always knew this was a joke that men did that i never really experienced it like okay there's the glance whatever that happens but like to fully just stare like no shame no shame what the fuck my the whole conversation
0: ew i would have just gotten up and like walked away and
1: i told dan after well i couldn't because of like how we were standing and anyways it was at my house (laughs) but um afterwards i told dan and dan was like laughing he thought it was so funny i was like no that's so gross like do you do that and he's like no i'm like really because now i'm like all insecure (laughs) no he's like you can if someone has big boobs and you like look at them and you're like okay those are big boobs whatever but to like fully stare the entire time during a conversation like you think the other person's not going to notice dan was like he clearly didn't care yeah like obviously he knew you were going to notice that and i was like ew that's that's even more gross like i'd rather you be stupid and think that i'm not even noticing it than to just
0: do it knowing i'm noticing and not saying anything how to know you're ready for a serious relationship I don't think there's like a rule book. I don't think there's like a rule book. Like I think that it's more just like you get to a place where you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm over going for emotionally unavailable people. Right. That was like, that's what happened with me when I started feeling like, okay, I'm, I'm really over this. I'm tired of the emotionally unavailable guys because i was emotionally unavailable for a long time so that's what i was attracting um now i'm like just turned off by that so that's that's what gives me more of like a sense that maybe i am ready for something more serious you know
1: i actually don't know because so prior to dan i didn't have any like really serious
0: yeah, I feel like you can't really answer this because you've you've never really been in, in that multiple. situation.
1: So I would I was say also for 21 me, when I started dating Dan.
0: I would say for me it was really when I started just getting turned off by these emotionally unavailable guys as opposed to like like now I'm more turned off by that and more interested in finding a guy that's ready for something serious. With that being said, with that being said, I do think that there's no rule book to anything, right? Like it's possible that you meet someone one day and you you don't even know if you're ready for a relationship, but this person checks all your boxes. Like you feel very happy around them. You always like you know, you just drawn to them like this gravitational force that's like bringing you towards them. And then, you know, you could just feel like I want to try it with this person.
1: I mean, I remember when I started dating Dan, I mean, yeah, I was 21, but he had just gone out of a four year long relationship. Yeah. And when we started hanging out, he had told me like, I'm not looking for anything serious. So when I did eventually develop a crush on him, I was like, Of course, I'm developing a crush on someone who's not ready for a relationship. Did you tell him
0: that you were developing a crush on him?
1: No. And I had also told him I wasn't looking for anything serious because I actually wasn't at the time. I was, like, still trying to get over, like, another guy I liked, you know? And it happened so naturally. Like, so naturally. And we were both, like, okay, like, we have clearly a lot of feelings towards each other. It was, like, so obvious. And then dad's the one that was like, you can either sit back and watch the train of life go by or you can jump on and enjoy the ride. Yeah. It's like, I'm a jump. And yeah. so. Was neither. Dan the
0: first person to initiate like telling you that he had feelings?
1: No, I had guys like want to date me before and have no, feelings no, like for me. No, no, like in
0: between you and Oh,
1: Dan. yes. He asked me to be his girlfriend uh, at daddy's birthday party when he was like, kind of drunk so I said no because I was like I feel like you're drunk and just talking even though I know like the truth comes out when you're drunk kind of yeah but I was like mm, I'd rather him like not ask me when he's drunk yeah and so the next morning like he didn't bring it up so I was just like okay I guess he like forgot and then that's when I like spoke to dad that day and daddy was like why don't you just like bring it up to him I was like no I don't want to yeah. and then anyways Dan brought it up again like later that night he was like listen like um I kind of want to talk about like last night and I was like oh you remember he's like well of course I remember and I was like well you're kind of drunk I wasn't sure and he was like did you think that I asked because I was drunk and I was like yeah and he was like no and so then I was like okay can I have the weekend to think about it and I was like you just got out of a relationship like a few months ago like I don't want to be like a rebound and have you settle and he was like honestly Alex like I was not looking for anything at all like I did not I wanted to be single he's like this is so crazy the fact that I feel this way so quickly but it's also because in his relationship well, I don't want to talk too much about that but they they were like on the way out for a long time yeah you know um so it just it I don't know it just worked but yeah he made he was like not begging at all because it wasn't like that it was more just like I really, I know what I want. So, yeah, take the weekend if you need to. And then I was like, okay. And then the next morning, I was like, hey, no, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be your girlfriend. <laughs> it was so, so cute. cute. It was so, like, young and innocent. I remember feeling so old. I was like, I'm 21 having my first boyfriend. Like, I'm so old. And now I look back at it, and I'm like, I was such a baby. Yeah. Like, I was such a baby. because you compare
0: yourself to, like, teenagers that get well. I Well, I, I
1: compared myself to everyone around me. I was the only one out of all my friends to never
0: have a boyfriend. Yeah. Like, I had flings, I had guys interested in me, but, like, And no now one... you're the only one out of all of your friends that's been in a consistent relationship.
1: No, that's not true. Catherine.
0: Yeah, that's true, actually. Um, and Tess. You didn't know Tess then?
1: No, not when I was single, but, I mean, I met Tess in 2015, the beginning of 2015.
0: Yeah, but so... you were already with Dan for, what, three years at that point?
1: Yeah. Almost three years. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That was, like, pretty early on in our relationship. That's so weird. I know
0: 2015 was eight years ago.
1: That is wild. I feel
0: like COVID just really messed everything up.
1: Well, like it's coming up like this coming January. It will be nine years that Tess and I have been friends. Jesus Christ. That is so weird. Also, I'm turning
0: 31 in December. I'm
1: 33. I'm getting closer to the mid-30s than I was to turning 30
0: time flies
1: i know it goes faster and faster it makes me a little nervous but then at the same time i'm like i'm so grateful to
0: age not a lot of people get to i mean i try not to think of it that way not to think of it that way yeah because it's depressing yeah (laughs) but it does make me feel like grateful yeah the only reason why i'm scared of aging is because your body starts to kind of go downhill like slowly but surely but still like your 30s is still so young one day we're gonna be in our 60s and we're gonna be like remember when we thought we were old in our 30s
1: well it's like even like when in my pregnancy when i like thought i had a huge stomach when i was like 20 weeks pregnant i was like oh my god my belly's huge and then i'm like 40 weeks pregnant with a fucking massive stomach and i was like remember when i thought it was big
0: yeah it's like all
1: relative yeah So that's definitely true. Anyways, I feel like that's going to be it for this episode because we're batching again since I'm going away um, to Scotland. By the time you listen to this, you will already know that I'm there. So I'm freaking excited. And I'll do a whole episode when I get back. I'll recap everything. But
0: Yes, I want want the full recap and I want you to wait to tell me everything for the the podcast? podcast. Okay, amazing.
1: But we are... Going was me, Dan, Archie, Tess, Pat, and Theo. So fun. our little like foursome is now a six sixum. <laughs> yeah, it's so much fun. I'm so excited. You guys are so much fun. And we love you guys so much. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.